Hey, everybody. How you doing today? Welcome to another episode of The Vault. I'm Anthony. I'm Chris. And today we got a uh, we got a special one for you. We got another review episode. Um, I'm going to talk about a movie I saw recently that's pretty fairly new, Reminiscence. And uh, Chris is going to talk about a film I, I assume you saw with your kids. You you made this decision to see this on your own. You know, I I, I, I am a big kid. It's like, no, I'm playing. I saw this movie. Oh, wow. Kids. You know I what? I saw Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol, the movie. I, would, I, wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you did make the decision to see this. Like, I want to really? see. I want to <laughs> see what the leading animation is of today. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if that was your uh, your excuse. Man, look, no, to, to be honest, I don't really like kid shows. I mean, I, you know, I, I grew up on Little Bear and Nickelodeon Rugrats, Hey Honor, all that kind of stuff. Um, I still do love those cartoons and Looney Tunes and stuff like that. But Paw Patrol, that's definitely a movie that, you know, you see with your kids. But I will say it was very surprising. Very surprising. Very surprising as far as you're surprised that you enjoyed it. Yeah. Like the entertainment value was amazing. Now, I don't know if it was because I was in a, a movie theater, you know, so whenever you see a movie in, in a movie theater, it's better. But then still, again, if you see a movie, a movie in, in a movie theater and the movie is a dud, you know, it's still not great. Dude, Paw Patrol was a great action movie i mean the story was good too like the you listen i'm listening i'm listening (laughs) whoever's listening i wish we were on a phone call and you couldn't see my face go ahead (laughs) uh, paw patrol is very surprising because the storyline is good you learn that you know the 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 main character uh chase uh, matter of fact i can list off off the characters paw patrol movie um so you have uh oh my goodness kim kardashian was a part of this that's crazy um so you have kim kardashian who plays the role of dolores i don't know who that was in the film but um Uh, sassy puppy a sassy puppy (laughs) (laughs) that's what it says a sassy puppy (laughs) okay oh she was probably one of the ones in the in the uh in the jail, in the, the, the pup jail, <laughs> whatever. Um, so Kim, apparently Kim Kardashian, you got Ian Armitage, who was an actual kid, Marseille Martin, um, who plays Liberty. I'm sorry, Ian Armitage plays Chase. Marseille, Marseille Martin plays Liberty. Lily Bartlam plays Sky. Tyler Perry plays Gus. Wow. I didn't know that we had this many popular people in this uh, in this show. Did he have a Medea-like voice, or was he just a regular dude? He must have been a regular dude because I didn't even realize that he was voicing anything. So, <laughs> wow, this movie is still surprising me. Oh my goodness! Um, so anyway, you learn one of one of Chase's biggest childhood traumas um, in the film. I won't spoil it for anybody. Um, so his story is kind of like a side story to the main story of a, 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 a corrupt mayor. Um, and that's all I'm going to give you guys. But uh, this film is filled with a lot of action. 
like enjoyable action like to the point where it's like i'm surprised that they put that in there but it's nothing like that you would you you would try to shield your kids from it's just like enjoyable action so Mm -hmm. how they you know teetered with that line of you know this is a lot of action but we're not gonna make it too actiony for 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 little kids they did an amazing job amazing job i I was thoroughly entertained i was surprised so to be honest i would recommend if you have kids definitely go see go see it with your kids if you are an adult anthony and um (laughs) you want to go see this film for yourself you know i'd say just hide in the back actually don't don't do that (laughs) don't hide in the back that could give the wrong impression but you know um it's it's actually a decent film if you find yourself with extra time it might be worth it just to check it out if you're bored that's interesting. Um, no, I'm not going to waste my. I'm not. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say waste. I'm not gonna use my AMC A list on this. Uh, this might be something I might have to watch the ski mask way. But uh, listen, I'm glad you liked it, and I, I will take that into consideration. Um, I'll take yeah. that into consideration because I imagine that sometimes films like this do get it right, like, and they mm-hmm. can be very entertaining. I wanted to uh, once upon a time see um, what's the name of that movie? Teen Titans go to the movies because the, okay. the the TV show is like funny and fun. So I, I get the allure of it, you know, no doubt. Um, but I'm I'm surprised you actually liked it. Um, at first, I thought that was the dad and you talking, but you 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 sound like you actually had a good time. No, yeah, I I definitely had a a, a good time. I now I said this. I went into it thinking that I was going to be bored, thinking that I was mm-hmm. going to be on my phone, you know, while you know the movie was on. Of course, you should never do that. But hey, sometimes as a parent, you go see these movies. You're like, okay, I'm a little bored. But my opinion I was on that not. has changed. But go go ahead. I'm <laughs> but, talking about um, if you go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, I I was not on my phone. I was literally engaged the entire time that I was watching the movie. My kids enjoyed it as well. Matter of fact, we, it was a, a a play date with another you know with, with another married couple who we saw the movie with, and they have a son. Um, so you know it was a perfect you know play date for the kids and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I was very surprised by it. I to be honest, and if I was to give it a rating. I would give the movie a eight out of ten. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, man. Okay, okay, all right. I listen. An eight out of ten for Chris um, doesn't go a long way, but no. Wow. <laughs> thanks, no, thanks very much, man. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. Um, no, that's interesting. An eight out of ten, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. eight out of ten, man. Um, you know what? How would Wait, I no, say no, a, don't take it back. I mean, if you if you no, believe no, in no, that, no, 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 I would almost say a nine out of ten. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So what? No, no. What gives it that to you? Like without spoiling it for me, I don't care if you spoil it for me. But I guess for the audience, you know, you know, yeah, for the audience, to. I don't want to. You know, if if they have kids, I don't, I don't want them to. You know, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it. We don't spoil movies here, okay? Um, <laughs> so what gives it that? And I think for me, it was the surprise factor. I was surprised at how entertaining it was. They had a great story. 
you know, they, they had a clear bad guy. Uh, and of course they had a clear good team, you know, which was the Paw Patrol. Um, mm-hmm. And then they even had a side story with Chase, you know, and they, they showed one of his fears and one of his childhood traumas that he had to get over in order to get back into the action. So those elements, even though they were like so, you know, clearly laid out, obviously for kids, you know, so, so, so that the kids knew who the bad guy was and stuff like that, and who the good guys were, um, all the stuff that happened in the middle and the jokes, the jokes. Oh, my goodness. They have a few good jokes in there for the parents. I actually laughed like I like a hearty laugh. So if the the film made me laugh, I was impressed by the action. The storyline was, you know, clear and, you know, and, and, and sweet. Um, those what was that four things? Those four things. They they killed it. They absolutely yeah. killed it. Yeah, I would say um, as far as like getting jokes and stuff, it's funny when you grow up and uh, some of the jokes you didn't get in cartoons when you were younger, you get them yes. like when you're older. <laughs> you go, oh, OK, now I know why that joke was funny. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So they have they have a, a dope clapback scene. Oh, my goodness. It's the funniest thing. All I can say is watch out for the white poodle, the the, the white poodle. When, when they show that dog on um, on the screen, and and Chase gets rescued, um, there's a funny punchline in there. It's it was the funniest in the whole movie, I thought. So a, a nice clapback scene. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what happened to Chris, man? Who are you? Hey, man, <laughs> dog. Look. No, no, I, I I get it. You really liked the movie. Um, it was good. I, I'll t- I'll take your word for it. Um, I I might watch it one day with my niece, with my nieces or something. Um, that's surprising, man. Eight out of ten. Okay. Oh, you said nine. nine. I changed it to nine. Yeah, man. Um, for for a kid movie, of course, you know that that's not in the adult realm. But well, I mean, like, yeah, it, we take that into consideration. But I mean, if you, if you if that's your rating, then you know that's your rating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I give it a nine out of ten, man. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. Um, all right, I'll. Uh, I guess I. I guess I'll be on the lookout for that one. I never watched the show. You ever watched the show? Not really. Um, I've you know, of course, I've I've seen you know one or two episodes, or whatever, just while the kids are watching it. You know, most of the time I just come out here and I'm like, oh, they're watching Paw Patrol, so I'm gonna stay on my phone and not really pay attention and you know just handle some minor work that needs to be handled, but. And I've seen one or two episodes and I was never really like impressed with the show. It was like, okay, this is definitely a kid's show. So Right. You ever came you ever um you you uh you you the, your kids are watching a cartoon and you kinda hear something that's a bit questionable for programming <laughs> for the for for that's their age and you kinda like look up a little bit and then just kinda go back to what you were doing. Yeah, yeah. I've I've had I've had those moments before. Um and luckily you know, they haven't pushed those boundaries. Like they'll say something that's like, yo, like, why are you saying that? And then they'll dial it back. So, you know, they they seem to do a good job of entertaining the adults, but almost to a cautionary level sometimes. I, you know, but luckily nothing has pushed that, that line. Okay. Okay. I understand. I understand. Um, yeah, you know, like, 
there's a lot of stuff on Disney right now that's being looked at as, you know, kind of eyebrow raises. That's even a word. You know, that uh, goes like, uh, they got my kid watching this. But um, I believe that everybody went through that. Yeah. Somewhere or another. But um, so what about you, man? Uh, what what films have you seen? I recently saw Reminiscence. Mm-hmm. And uh Reminiscence is uh it's a, it's a it's a newer film with um Hugh Jackman in it. Mm-hmm. And uh have you seen the have you seen the commercials? Yep, yep. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, so you know the movie. So basically um it's a film about a guy. He helps people uh reclaim lost memories. Well, reclaim memories from the past because um the present is kind of like a dystopian future where um everything I, I i believe they live in new orleans um climate no they're in miami actually my bad climate change has caused the seas to rise and flood miami so you know there's like extreme daytime temperatures people don't even drive on cars anymore they, they get by on like paddles and boats wow yeah so like hugh jackman his character um he helps people relive specific memories through this machine they get in um, one day he meets this woman, uh, you know, you know how the story goes, mysterious mm-hmm. woman, how most of these uh, thrillers go. He falls in love with her. And one day she just goes missing. At the same time, there's a conspiracy plot going on where there is um, basically conspiracy among the police and um, political uh, figures. Mm-hmm. So if you if you kind of catch where I'm going here, it's kind of like Minority Report. It's kind of like the reverse Minority Report uh, in Chinatown or mm-hmm. any film noir film you've ever seen with a detective. Okay. All right. Now, listen, man, this film has a lot of promise and um, it's well it's well done. It's well executed. Lisa Joy, who wrote and directed it, she co-created the, the show Westworld. Oh, Okay. Yeah, Westworld's a pretty solid show. Yeah, uh, well, it was until the the last season. I didn't like the last season, but anyway, it started off great. No, you're right. You're right because that kind of ties into my point. I loved season one. Uh, season two was pretty good too, uh, mm-hmm. but season three, even though it starts off promising, it kind of like loses the forest for the trees towards the end. Yeah, I could say the same thing about Reminiscence. Even though it, even though the mystery. It solves this mystery well. The ending twist is pretty solid. It just that it feels like two separate films. It feels like a film about, you know, memory, loss and love, and then a detective story. Uh, I feel like the memory, loss and love story is way stronger than the futuristic detective story. Mm -hmm. So Reminiscence is a better film when it's trying to lean into its own originality and not trying to be something else. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, I I feel like that's the only thing that has that the film has against it. But other than that, you know, Hugh Jackman, it was a great lead performance. The woman who played uh the love interest, Rebecca Ferguson, was pretty mm-hmm. good. Thondi Thondi Newton is in this. She's pretty solid. Um, mm. the acting is solid. The action is solid the visuals and effects are great it's just the story is very disparate 
You know what I mean? Like it, it feels like two separate films in one, and one film is the more interesting one. The more character driven, <laughs> the character driven story is more interesting than the genre story. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But um, uh, that's that's kind of that's kind of difficult when the when the character story is more interesting than the genre story. Like I always like it when the concept is more intriguing or when the concept pulls the best or the worst from the characters instead of the characters kind of driving the genre. I mean, it can work that way. It can, but when it's not executed well, it kind of falls flat. I mean, listen, listen, I would say this. I do like the movie. I feel like the movie is very good. Um, I would, if I had to rate it, I would say seven, uh, light seven out of 10. Okay. So it's not, it's not too bad. It's not, it's not that bad of a movie. It's just that I just feel like there's a stronger film that the, that the movie didn't really focus that much on. It kind of tried to keep it half and half, but when you realize the other half is stronger, you should go with the other half. Like, re- like a critic said it the best way. Reminiscence works better when it focuses on its own. Um, when it focuses on a str- more stronger original story. Okay. All right. Uh, so, go ahead. When it focuses on its original stronger story. Okay. Yep. Well, I, I guess I'll, I'll have to watch it to understand um, what that means. But okay. All right. I'll take it. It's a good movie. It's a good. I hey, I I I say it's at least you should, It's in a good one-time watch club. Okay. I put it's it. It's also that. it's also two hours twenty-eight minutes. Yeah, it doesn't feel. I mean, I mean, no, it feels long. But it's not it, it's not a plotting movie like the the plot goes forward. The plot moves. The film is engaging. I'll say that it's engaging and I didn't really get bored. But there was a point in the halfway point where I'm like, is this all what the movie is or is there going to be like a deeper moment or. I'm waiting for the big moment to go, OK, that's what this movie is. Uh, we, we, we got to a lot. We got through a lot of this to get to this one moment here. And that's what this movie right here is. And mm-hmm. I never really got that moment, even when like the the surprise and well, not really a surprise, but when the end twist came along, I was like, okay, the writer in me was like, okay, that's pretty, pretty solid writing, but it still feels like a, it's a Hollywood movie. I guess I've been dancing around that the whole time, but it's a Hollywood movie. It's a Hollywood movie that tries to go deeper. Mm. I ain't gonna say it succeeds, but yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking here and it's definitely saying that Reminiscence crumbles with 2 million debut at the box office. Yeah, man, but you know we don't go off numbers. I mean, yeah, but see, the thing is, in in a business sense, (laughs) that means movies like this might not be looked at as a promising thing to invest in, which can affect the industry. Uh, I just don't go off numbers. I I feel like that's you're playing a you're playing a strange game when you do that. 
because I know a lot of good movies I've seen that just did not, the numbers weren't there. I mean, yeah. So, so, so here's what I'm saying, because there, there's two, there's two, there's two fields to this. There's the, um, the, the creative side, of course, where it's like, you know, we meet people like me and you can look at a film and look deeper into it and, and find the meaning, you know, that's, that's lying within the film. We, mm-hmm. we can do that. But what the numbers show is that a lot of people aren't either don't like this film and they're spreading the word so that other people aren't watching it or the general public just, just doesn't like it, which means that Hollywood or the producers, whoever are going to look at those numbers and be like, hey, you know, this this type of film in this genre didn't do good. So we shouldn't produce more of them because they're not going to get us any money. So while while I love deeper films, I love to, you know, pull out the context within films. To be honest, most people are trying to watch a comedy that just gets them to laugh and gets them to, you know, just be pulled out, out of their uh, their current circumstances for two hours or however long the film lasts. And then they go back to their regular life. Kind of sucks because I feel like films like this are the are the films that we should be watching to further uh, conversation. Okay, I can dig that. Um, did I also tell you, okay, well, straight up, I give it seven out of 10. Um, okay. Solid acting, solid acting. I just feel like the story was, it was disparate. And, uh, on a future episode, there's another movie I want to talk to you about that kind of had the same issue, but was a bit more interesting. Um, okay. but, uh, dude, did I tell you, I saw don't breathe too. Oh, I saw your Facebook post. How so? And I heard. Okay, I'll I'll let you tell it because I've I've heard some things about it. Uh I'll let you go because I want to hear. I want to hear what you've heard. I forget. I forget if it was you or if it was somebody else. But I feel like I heard this on multiple people's statuses. They were saying that it's good if you if you don't watch the first one or if you act like the first one never existed i was one of those people okay. I, was one, I was one of those people that said that man um yeah like it was have you seen the first one i haven't and i i, I want i i um i've been meaning to because actually a friend of mine he did some audio work in that film so i i want to okay, nice. i want to watch it i just haven't it, it there's so much new content out i haven't gotten to it yet but i need to get to it yeah i think you told me about your friend yeah um yeah well pretty much man i mean my whole thing was if you ignore the first film exist it's kind of like true detective season two um like i liked season two on its own i think Mm -hmm. on its own it's a pretty solid season but in comparison to the first season with matthew mcconaughey and woody harrelson it just it it pales in comparison, but it's a good show on its own. Okay. With um, don't breathe too. It it kind of has the same issue where it's like, if you ignore that this guy here, like this guy, uh, you know he was in the first film, uh, a murderer, and you know towards the end, I'm not really ruin. I hope I'm not ruining anything here, but he had some to catch a predator tendencies, mm-hmm. not okay. pedophile, but rapist. 
rapist. Yeah. Um, so now they tried to go to Terminator 2 Judgment Day route. Oh, he's a good guy now. He's he he he's trying to redeem himself and he has this little girl, this little girl, great young actress. I'll get her name in a second, but um he's uh taking care of her. You know, he kind of took her in after there was like a um uh, a fire in um in her house or a, a fire in a house in the neighborhood and he just took her in. Um he she doesn't know about his past so he's trying to redeem himself and he's trying he's a he's a he's a new man and he's kind of like a surrogate father to this young girl you know all that of course changes when um this um these group of uh gang members come into his house and um they kidnap the young girl so through that you know his past is being exposed or what he used to be and all that the film does not let him off the hook per se but it doesn't all the way prosecute him either. You know what I'm saying? Like it kind of just goes like, Hey, he's a sicko, but look, now he has a soul through this character that we put here as an emotional, um, go between. I'm like, no, no, you don't, you don't, you don't do that. You know, you don't listen Arnold Schwarzenegger's character in Terminator was a robot. A robot can Mm -hmm. be programmed to be good. Mm-hmm. This guy is a human, and in the first film, he was a monster. Now he he had he was a complex monster because there was a reason why he was the way he was, but he was still more on the Michael Myers scale than on the, uh, I guess whatever um, antihero antagonist in a movie that you feel has the potential to be a hero. Mm-hmm. So taking all that into consideration, Don't Breathe 2 has some great action, you know, great bloody violence like the first film, nice tension, uh, solid acting, but the character development is whack because it's not earned. Mm. This 360 degree turn of this character is just not earned. Um, now, look, I, I mean, I, I want to put a quick plug out there. I wrote a review for this on 8bitwaffles.com but pretty much what i said about it was it's just it's an unearned movie i feel like this is a different movie yeah i feel like that that is a quote yeah i feel like if this was a different film and not a sequel and this wasn't the same character from the first film it's passable it's probably probably would even be solid but knowing who this character is is just very disparate and like it's an incoherent sequel. I guess I'll put it that way. Like, I feel like the way this could be, this, this could work, and I'm not trying to rewrite the movie, but if you take away the human element of the little girl and you just have it be one monster versus three other monsters being the gang members, that's perfect. Whoever wins, we don't care. It's Freddy versus Jason. You know, it like, like sicko versus sickos. That would have been a perfect thing where it's like, okay, you don't even need to redeem this character because he's going against somebody that's just as bad. It's fun. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's like Freddy versus Jason, Alien versus Predator. Whoever wins, I'm not gonna say we lose, but we don't care, you know, like yeah, man, that was just a very incoherent movie. <laughs> Got you. Yeah. Um it sounds like it's it's a bit it's a bit confusing um especially if you watch 
the first one because you're just kind of like, what is this? That's that's the vibe I get from you Dude, right now. Go see the go watch the trailer on YouTube and go to the comments, and I assure you, you'll find a comment. Every other comment will be, so he's a good guy now. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm confused. Is this a prequel? Like what? What is this? You know, just go see the yeah. comments. Okay. And then they try to turn this guy into like some like blind John, John Wick. You know, like uh, they try to turn him into Leon from Leon the Professional. I never saw that movie, but I know what it's about. I know it's a classic. And I'm like, that's not who this guy is. Hmm. You guys are making him into some kind of like Rambo. And that's not that's not what the blind man is. The blind man is a villain. So they were trying to turn it into something else just so that they could make a sequel, basically. Well, no, this I believe this was part of the pitch. I believe this was the pitch for the sequel. Let's make let's turn him into a good guy. See if we can pull that off. Cut to they put this film out. I feel like this was them trying to say we can pull this off. Like we can make him into a good guy. Jeez. I would still tell you to okay, so wait, out of 10, out of 10, I give it a six, I give it a six and a half because it's not a bad movie. It's very entertaining. Oh my goodness, it dropped to a six and a half, bro. Yo, yo, I'll I'll watch the first one. You what know did what? I initially I'll... call it? Did I, did I make say, it? Wait, uh, did I did I already make a rating? No, no, I'm I'm just saying a six and a half, that's low. Like you go like usually if, if films stay in the seven range, you know, it's like, all right, cool. You know, that's that's watchable. Six and it's a, a half. C plus. It's a C plus. Yeah, that's not, you know, that's not looking good. So, I mean, but I'm I'm gonna still watch it, of course, just because, you know, it's built up this kind of following and now it's a confused following. I just hope that <laughs> don't for whatever, just don't come out with a don't breathe three. If they... <laughs> Dude, I ain't gonna ruin anything for you, but based off based off that ending, it it's up in the air. They oh, but goodness. they definitely said uh the end question mark. Uh oh, so we, we hey, hey, listen. That, I don't make the rules in this in this Hollywood thing, man. It just they're is gonna what it milk is. it, man. They're gonna try to milk it until it's dry. Yeah, I just it's not a bad movie. It's just knowing the character in the movie is hard to humanize him in my eyes. Yeah, I guess I guess I guess it's what people will call tone deaf. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I would say yeah, give it a this... give it a, give it a watch. <laughs> not bad. It's not a bad movie. Um. Anything? Oh, Spider-Man trailer. You seen it? No way yes, home. Yes, I, ha- I have, and that the, it actually looks pretty amazing. It looks good, man. It looks. See, now I was telling you, I was feeling a little lackluster. I was like, man, I don't, I don't know, man. Endgame was Endgame, but this this trailer looks like it might it might pique my interest back a little bit. But see, here's the thing, though. You're dealing with two characters that were a part of the original Avengers. You know what I'm saying? You got you got Doctor Strange and you got Spider-Man. Those well, two characters. They kind of came they, late in the game, but I mean I mean they, yeah. they, they came late in the game, but they are familiar faces. Yeah. So yeah. what I'm saying is like it, it's still some of that nostalgia. It's like, oh, 
we get to see these two again you know what i'm saying like and the story looks like it's dope the effects looks like they're it's dope the action it looks like it's going to be you know a mind twist kind of thing so it's like i'm kind of excited to see that um so yes uh, i feel like this brings back some of that nostalgia i'm almost positive toby and andrew are gonna are gonna pop in man because once i saw doc ock i'm like okay if if you hear if Alfred Molina as Doc Ock is here, I know the other Spidey is coming. <laughs> I just know it, man. Yeah. That would be that, it, that would be dope, and that's something that Marvel would do just to please their fan base. And if, if they do that, the theater is going to go crazy. Yeah, man, that's that would make it the live action uh, into the Spidey verse. Very good movie, yeah. by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. The, the 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 animated version right yeah 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 With miles that, that morales was, that, was, that was a dope movie oh yeah that was excellent yeah um it looked very good man uh i just it was classic marvel but it was classic marvel in a fun way where it's like the whole plot line starts with basically the lead superheroes being idiots mm-hmm. like my man right before he leaves to go to the eternals film he says, he says, Doc, don't don't do that spell. Don't don't rewind things. That's not good. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. man. You know I won't do it. As soon as he leaves, he starts doing the spell. <laughs> and, yeah. and Peter, Peter's like, wait, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to do this all over again with Mary Jane. Shut up, you're ruining the spell. Right. Like, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> it, yeah. it was fun, man. I said, all right, you yeah, know, that's exactly how it would start. Have you seen the the new Eternals trailer? I've only seen the one they show in theaters. Um, why is this something? To, is this something to go home about? The 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 newest one. They got yeah. a lot of action in it, and it looks like you got these beings that can like control galaxies. Like they're huge, and like they they can put like a galaxy in the palm of their hand and stuff. I, I don't know if that's where Galactus comes from, or that's his people. I don't know, but um, fresh my memory, Galactus just big dude that is always seen in the in the sky of the um dude. is he from the he's from the comics or has he been in the has he been in yeah, the yeah, series he's 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 from the comics he's he's okay. a, a a a popular enemy like one of the most popular enemies um i would say check out the the newest trailer of eternals watch it um that looks good actually i was actually you know i wasn't sure about the eternals you know the first few trailers they, sh- they shared i was like bro what is this y'all are gonna give us this after y'all gave us infinity war yeah it looked like game? a bunch of well again man infinity war is infinity war like that that took a long build up to get to yeah but so i hear what you're saying so this one, this one, um, I was like, I don't know. But after that last trailer they came out with, the most recent one, it actually looks dope. And I was like, yo, okay, I might, I might have to go and see what the Eternals are about. I need to keep that same energy or be given that same energy for Shang-Chi because I am not excited for that movie. He, okay, I don't know if you heard this, but he's going to fight Abomination or apparently he's going to fight Abomination. That word doesn't really mean anything to me abomination was okay so the the hulk fought fought abomination that was the which hulk was that that was the most 
the one with Edward Norton, yes, that movie. That one, yeah. That's who he's fighting? Yes. Okay. Supposedly, you know what I'm saying? You know how they can tease something and then it actually, you know, they just say a few words to each other and then Abomination might throw one punch and then he's running somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I'm, I'm not that geeked about Shang-Chi. I, I'm not either, but Abomination gave it, you know, a little flame for me. I was like, oh, snap. Like, if he fights a big old creature like Abomination, that might be interesting. I just hope the movie ain't Abomination. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't know. My opinion may change. But, um, okay. All right. I mean, I was going to see, I'm going to see Shang-Chi. I'm going to see Eternals. I'm definitely seeing Spider-Man, but um, it's just that I, I see it out of allegiance, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm still rocking with Marvel. I'm still rocking with DC, too. Um, I know on a future episode, you and I got to talk about Suicide Squad. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, I'm going to see it because these people do deliver. Even if the movie doesn't have the uh, most intriguing of subjects, it's still entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's still a Marvel film yeah. um yeah they have a nice track record you know what i'm saying like actually yeah how, how many times has marvel let you down out of all the movies they've come out with for me it's probably only been about captain maybe, marvel maybe, uh thor captain, captain marvel the thor first two the, captain marvel the first captain america a little iron bit of man, iron man three yeah iron man three i mean three or four films Look, the point is they got more good movies than bad movies exactly we don't want to write ourselves we don't want to talk ourselves into a hole (laughs) right (laughs) but yeah so you know for for the most part marvel has always given us a good film okay okay yeah um i think other than that i think that's um i think that about caps it for this one yeah I think so too, man. All right, y'all. This has been The Vault. Uh, Like, share, and subscribe. Uh, We will catch y'all next time. Sweet.